Hello, Mother Funko. Hi, guys. I'm going to do a voice like the Easter Bunny in Cadbury's Cream Caramel. Jessica Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit, that's it. I can't sustain it, actually. I'm just going to go high and hysterical now. You really can't sustain it. There's nothing sexual about your chocolate. Shirley, I was just thinking this morning, because my mother told me that um, Rihanna is having a baby. That Rihanna, she's having a baby. Did you see? She looks like a prostitute. And I was looking at some photos of her because she's about to be in the New York um, Vogue, not New York, the American edition of Vogue. And you and her actually share very similar sort of maternity wardrobe. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I've you seen exactly do. what she's it's wearing. She the crop is... tops, the body suits, the belly chains. It really reminded me of you. And you should see the front cover. She's in an all-in-one sort of red lace jumpsuit. And she she's, she's a not gonna joker. Wear that she's eight no. months pregnant and she's wearing skin-tight leather, lace, just lingerie, yeah. just draping yeah. over that, you know, third-term bump. Yeah. And yeah, there's lots of women up in arms just saying, listen, this is, you know, while she's a style icon, she's not being practical. Women need good maternity wear and most of them can't pull those looks off. Um, least of all, I'll be freezing, said one viewer. But I think she pulls it off and I think that you would actually be quite jealous of some of her looks. That's all I'm saying. So I've had a bit pig of a week. I've had a... I know you have, but why didn't you tell... I will tell our listeners. I will tell all nine of you. I will tell all nine of you. My daughter has chicken pox. My daughter isn't yet six months old, but the the eldest came back with them and, you know, spits in her mouth and coughs in her eyes and she's caught it. And it's hit her so hard. Mm. I counted about 20 to 30 just around the ear. She's got over a hundred on the face. It she looks like Hellraiser. It, it's it's obscene. And she's been in a lot of pain. Um, and it sort of traveled to the eye. So we ended up in AE again. I went into AE with the last one because he got an infected spot. And they they put you in this contagion room, which I mentioned before, but it's a meter squared and so hot in there. And they were doing checks on her, and I had literally ran out of the house with one nappy no liquids, no food. And the doctor sees us and says, right, the eye doctor has to come. Uh, she's either, she can either come tonight or see you tomorrow morning. And I literally just froze. And I said, what, do I need to stay here until she comes? He goes, yes. And I just looked around my surroundings. I go, there's one chair that, and that little plastic cubicle, that bed that they put the newborns in. So I guess, you know, my daughter could sleep in that. And I thought I've got no, I, I all of a sudden nearly had a panic attack. I, I called her back. And I said, I can't stay here. I absolutely can't stay. You see, I've left my son at home. He's three and a half. I've left him home alone in front of the TV with a plate of chips. And I said, don't worry, I'm not savage. He's got some broccoli on the side, but I need to get back to him. And her face drops. And she said, hang on a minute. And I thought she was going to go and call social services. Uh, But she came back. My heart was thumping for all sorts of reasons. I thought, I just cannot stay here. I didn't have any medication. And she came back and she said, the doctor will see you in an hour. And I said, thank you very Result. much. And how is she doing now? She's doing, you know, when they've all crusted and scabbed over and you just look horrendous. But, she's but didn't you go there initially because she had a, a spot in the eye ball? Yeah, it had travelled sort of to the mm. eye and it turns out, and when you look at it online, of course, thank you, Dr. Google, she will go blind most definitely. Mm go to A&E yeah. and actually when they looked at it it's viral conjunctivitis from the chicken pox and they said basically they said she's way too young and everyone was asking where did she catch this where did she catch this I said her brother they said she's very very young and it's hit her very very hard so that's been it's been well we're coming out of it but it's not been fun so sad. we wish her a very speedy recovery don't we yes we do <laughs> Thank you.
I've been going through my clothes and there are lots of items of clothing that I really need to bin. There are quite a few, actually. I was thinking you need to bin of yours. These ones. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. No, I've never liked those. They're bunny slippers. And I bought them online before I gave birth to my first child, thinking it's absolutely fine. They're so disgusting. They're so cheap. They're like a really furry sort of bunny ballet pump. I'll, um, you know, give birth in them. And sure as hell, they were covered in placenta and blood. And I pop them in the wash and thought, oh, I'll throw them away. And then I just love them so much. I just cannot. I just pop around the house in them. Yeah, but I just, I'm trying to do a clear Well, out, it's, you know, it's, it's. Over um, Easter weekend. It's topical, isn't it? You can't get rid of your bunny slippers during Easter. No, exactly. Get rid of them right. during Rosh Hashanah. Exactly. Or Yom Kippur. No, I, I should get rid of them, but I just cannot bring them myself. Because I actually, I just really, they're a really comfortable fit. And who Listen, sees them no one cares? wants them. You may as well keep them. So my son came home from nursery the other day, having made homemade gnocchi, a bag of homemade gnocchi. And I just thought, I just thought to myself, I go, gosh, son, your life is so different from mine. And it sort of reminded me of the sort of institutions that my parents sent me when I was really young. And I will never forget because I was sent someone. I'm not sure it was a nursery set up, but it was somewhere where they sent me to get me out of the house. And I went with my twin brother. We went everywhere together. That's what's lovely about twins. You just always have a mate. But I don't remember him there for some reason. And there was this boy with this with a scar from the corner of his mouth to his ear. It's like those. Uh, do you remember the Chelsea Smilers? They used to say the Chelsea Smilers will come and they put a credit card in your mouth, punch you in the stomach. You go, ah, and then it splits your mouth either side. Yeah, we've covered Chelsea in the Smilers area. before. Yeah, no, we they know Chelsea Smilers. But sorry, and your friend, your what was this? You're saying someone has a scar from your the mouth? This was the boy. This is who I had in my school. In the, in the institution my parents sent me, there was a boy mm. with this face that I will never forget. You know, my son's making gnocchi. I'm looking at this scar face boy. So that was my experience of sort of early, early learning. And um, my son is making gnocchi and doing yoga on Fridays. Who's winning? There is an article in the New York Post at the moment about a professional baby namer who basically rich parents pay over £10,000 to name their babies for them. I've heard about this. I think it's absolutely It's ridiculous. so ridiculous. And they're things like brave, courage, precious, these type of names that are very strong. And um, you've got to be <sighs> may, really may Save your cash and give your own name child. Name your own child. Name Dave. Fine. Steve, Jane, Sarah. Bring it back to the old school is what I say. <laughs> I have to say that Domino's customer services have been in touch and they've emailed through Shirley because last week we mentioned we were mentioning the most calorific meals out there and we called Domino's pizza uh, the meat fiddler. It is in fact called the meat fielder. Yeah, sorry about that Domino's. It's the meat fielder. It's still coming in at a stonking 2,600 calories and it does have on it cheese, pepperoni, bacon, ham, pork, meatballs and chorizo. It is not the meat fiddler. Apologies, Domino's. It is the meat filter. Just have to get that out there. And not one for a good Friday. I watched that show that you recommended, Old Enough. It's absolutely terrible. Have you seen it? Did you even bother oh, no, watching it? I, I didn't have the... the oh, time. my gosh. I mean, I watched the first couple with, with my son, actually, my three-year-old, over the weekend. And it, it was quite funny in that it, they're all set in the sort of 80s and 90s. The first one was a mother who got her son of two and a half 
to go to the shops across the motorway into a shop and got them to get three things. One was a bouquet of flowers, the other one was some curry, and the other one was some snack for him. He actually carried out these tasks really well, really seamlessly. And she said, when you get to the motorway across three lanes of tra- five lanes of traffic, just get that yellow flag up and stop waving it around. And that's exactly what he did. He also went to the shop, got halfway home, remembered that he'd forgotten the curry, went back into the shop, paid... It was really sweet, very 80s, really tacky in the way that it's been filmed and produced. The second one was a boy making mandarin juice out in the cotton fields in Japan. It was really sweet, but I was like, what is this? And the waste of life, waste of life, complete waste of life. I think very, very Japanese in the fact that it's just like very gimmicky and fun. But I was just like, no, thanks. Guess what? Now this is this this is you'll you'll be lucky you you've had your kids already, Shirley, because drinking during pregnancy, the guidelines have now changed, and they are now going to register on the mother's record your units, your weekly unit, your daily units, and then it will transfer onto your child's record from so that little red book. And they've got all the stats. It will stay there on the top of yours. It will stay there. Don't you know you've got your mummy's eyes? And mummy was an alcoholic, and then. Every time they fail a test or, you know, get a cold or get dumped, they'll just blame it on your unit intake. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I just don't know. It's, I don't um... care. And no one tells the truth anyway. I have to say, yesterday I went for my 40 plus checkup, you know, like a health check. It's for cholesterol, cardiovascular, whatever. I've I insisted it. on having one after my son's jabs. He looked so sort of betrayed and he was so upset. And then I go, can you just hold him again for a second while I just go and stand up? Anyway, they said, how many units of alcohol do you drink a week? And I said, well, what, what do people normally say? And she went, well, do you have a glass? I said, yeah, two glasses, perhaps. And she said, that's four units. So that's exactly what I have. Thank you very much. Who in their right mind says I have, you know, a bottle a night or bottle every two nights? No one. So no, no one's going to. That's what they're afraid is going to happen, that the midwives will lose trust with the mothers because they're not going to tell the truth because no one wants it on record. Although, but... did you not tell the car insurance people that you used to smoke ganja back in the 90s? And then No, I said up... I'd taken cocaine. That's what I Why said. Why would you? And what was it for? The car insurance. It people. was for insurance, was and insurance? then they wouldn't. They health, yeah, health insurance. I said I once. I said I once had taken cocaine, and they said that they. That is madness. Me. And then I, I emailed them back again. I said I had a memory relapse. Of course, Sorry, it wasn't I've never cocaine. taken. It was um, baby formula. They said Talk in that powder. case. They said in that case, we'd be happy to insure you. It's mad. No, no one does telling that. the truth I mean. gets you absolutely nowhere. But they're nowhere. just frustrated niece, and I'm not talking about the biscuit. I'm talking about the National Institute for Health and Care oh. Excellence. Not the place they, in South France haven't yeah also they just haven't got the stats with drinking because no one no one is going to be the guinea pig and say okay i'll drink uh, five units a day and see how that goes and no one wants it you know no one wants it recorded so they just at the moment they have no proven amount that's safe in pregnancy and they i think they just want to get stats because there are children with the old um, fasd the fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and they don't know how much drink is is, is causing that but it's interesting well, as and they I say think... you can either be like the french and drink a glass of wine a night for, for such two or three or you can be like the scandies and completely abstain you did one i did the other what books is your son reading at the moment please oh my gosh so many no, just don't, let's not go through them all. Just give me your top two. I'm just trying to just, yeah, hang on a minute. He changes them. He, he gets three books a night. Three, no more, no less. He'll have more. At the moment, what's he rotating? He loves Cordroy. He loves, oh my gosh, what's on the bed right now? What did I read last night? Oh, we read, I read for the first time last night, Green Eggs and Ham. That's a good one. It's, it's an old classic. I read it for the first time, really enjoyed it. 
I really enjoyed my performance of it. I'm sure and, you did. Uh, I mean, I, do dive well, in. Do dive no, in. give me one more because these are very different. I haven't even heard of it. I mean, I know Green Eggs and Ham, but he doesn't read it. Corduroy actually is an American book and his godfather. And he goes like, oh, my God, but I grew up on that. And he knows it word for word. I find American books quite difficult to read, to be honest. We've got one like how to, you know. Um, not the vernacular. This is not classic as a 1960s book. It's no, no, no. The Corduroy sounds great. It's just very difficult because my son has now regressed to really being interested in my um, baby books, his baby books, which I'm now reading to my youngest. Um, the there are a few books that he of... likes. Yeah, he loves the flaps. He loves the, you know, five little fingers. They just want toes. to be babies. They want to be babies. I know, I know. And But I think also it's about time that we invested in some new books because he does have books. He also, he, weirdly, he's also into the Beatrix Potter collection, but some of those tales are incredibly dark. They're dark and, and they're quite advanced. You know, if you wordy. joined your local library, he can pull out 13 books at any one time and never have to take them back because you can just keep on renewing online. No, maybe I should do that. Or I will lend you some. We've got far too many. Yeah, listen, you can lend us some because I, I bought one. My favourite book, as you know, my favourite writer illustrator is Oliver Jeffers. So I bought him for Easter, What We'll Build which I really love. It's a very beautiful one. I might have bought it for your son for one of these you, um, yeah, you Christian got holidays. Yeah, you a Christian holiday. It was, it was a lovely one. And um, here we are. Yeah, that's uh, one. Here we and are. There's, and there's one that we just bought um, called There's a Ghost, a Ghost in Here. That will scare my son, as you know. It's it's, not really it, it scares me, to be fair. Yeah, it he's scared. Me. He's scared. He's a scared cat. Love him as I do. He's a scared cat. My son's Easter bonnet parade yesterday. I showed you the video. He looked so cute and he looked so terrified walking down that red carpet. He was just, just didn't know what was going on. He had a ridiculous hat on and it was like, come on, Dasha, you can do it. He it just looked so terrified. Sweet. I just, I actually got really emotional watching him coming down that red carpet. I thought, oh my gosh, he's so sweet. And he looked at me as if, so what are you doing here? And I thought, yeah, no, quite. But um, a lot of the other kids were really scared, really scared. They wouldn't go down. They're very shy. Listen, it's not for everyone, is it? Just to parade down. Mine would have got his winker out. Very funny. Tonguing everyone, including the teachers. His mummy's first, and then the teachers. No, he's going to be a pure festival. He's going to be crowd surfing by the age of 13. I can't wait. 13, six, cannot wait. Talking of catwalks, Shirley, do you know that Naomi Campbell is writing a book about motherhood? Because everyone's, you know, she's got a daughter who's nearly one year old. And the big question is, is she the biological mother? And she has just said, again, weirdly, I'm referring to Vogue. This is the UK Vogue. She said, she is my daughter. She said, she is not adopted. She is my daughter. And then she said, I'm writing a book. If you want to know more. So obviously, I reckon she hired a vessel to carry. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, she's 51. And she's talking about what an amazing experience motherhood is, how well behaved her child is, how she enjoys traveling like her mother. And they're right. There's a documentary, a docu-series on Apple TV that's about to come out about her, Linda, Cindy and Christy, the old school back together. Yeah. Old and knackered mums. Although they look, I saw a photo of them. They all look fantastic. Apart from the fact mm. they're all sporting wigs, most of them. They look yeah, We face. don't have supermodels like we had in the no, 80s. Don't. We don't. They're just amazing. And also I'll throw Kate Moss in the mix. They're just, it was another era. It was the time for supermodels. I suppose yeah, now it's she, a bit. I'd say Kate Moss is the only one who really has gone to seed. Well, she's lived a life though she's lived a life and that's the thing it is the cocaine it's the cocaine the champagne and the sausages I it's only really took it the once stuff. no just the once just the once no you can tell we saw her once at a party we're not allowed to say this my husband will say you're not allowed to say this anyway I won't say it. I'll just say we saw her once at a party and she looked like she was having a good time Finny. 
Nothing. Shelly, your winner winner for the week, please. I can My tell winner... you what your winner is. You're going to Devon. <laughs> I'm going to Devon. Dead duck is a fact. Your daughter has chicken pot. Actually, it's not right? my dead duck. Don't just start guessing my winner winners and dead ducks. There's going to be complaints coming in from you. Let me just say. Winner winners? Even if I'm writing them. Winner winner is that I'm off to Devon. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> And it's really nice because I've been living, you know, when you're inside with the pox, it's quite lonely. You know, this yeah. motherhood luck is lonely. So there's going to be people there. I'm going to sit on my backside unencumbered and do an Easter egg hunt. I cannot wait. My yeah. dead duck is that we both went up for a, a casting that we didn't get for MS. It's just, it's just, it's, it's fine. It's fine. But you know what you have to do these days to get your ass into that casting room, find child cover, you know, not for one lost ass you know the amount you've got to pay the energy just to go up and do take an absolute tit up yourself for seven minutes know for a fact that you're too old to get the job anyway and then I felt the same it was sort of very sweaty day just for what a seven minute running and rushing and I'm just like I get it I was the same and I already know that we're not right and it's like why do you know but I would never I'm not at that stage yet well I'll say listen I know I'm not right I'm just not going to go for this I don't have that conviction yet and I never used to care when it's self-taping, but when they actually call you in, do you remember before I said, I'm just not going to Coptic Street anymore. I just cannot. I'm not right for these roles. It's not for me. If I, if they, if we have to go in the live again, I, I'll have to just be a bit more choosy about which ones I do. Just have to go, mm, yeah, I reckon I can do that. I reckon it's me they're looking for. Otherwise it's just like, you're wasting your time and you're wasting me time. Fair enough. My winner winner is the fact that it's nice being Easter weekend because I don't have to um, think about meals, which is really nice. Are you being invited out meals. every day? Uh, or we're meeting people for lunch or, you know, just being cooked for, which is really nice. Mess. Yeah, I just really enjoy that. And my dead duck is the fact that I can't shop in the way that I want to shop. I went to the King's Road a couple of days ago. I went to me and M. I saw some lovely pieces that I want and I just can't get it because I'm not working at the moment. And that really upsets me. I can't get things for my son that I'd like to buy. Some nice, you know, all clothes, all shoes. And I the think dead that duck is, is that you're piss poor. The dead duck is that I'm piss poor. You know, I like to be able to buy what I want when I want. And actually, not off, not willy-nilly, but, you know, I think about things, I see them online and go and try them on. You go, yeah, that's nice. And they all agree in the shop. They all line up, go... That's really nice. You can really pull that off. And I go, no, I agree. But I not can't. today. Thanks so much. And then it's just so sad to walk out of the shop, isn't it? Especially when I'm with my son, my youngest, and he's been so beautifully behaved watching me just, you know, play dress up. And then I go, I can't afford that. So it is a bit. That a bit is dark. really sad. That is really, really sad. Yeah. But then I suppose you can't have it all. I mean, you know, you're some beautiful. Can just go in and buy. Some, some say intelligent. You can't. You're right, Shelley. You can't have it all. But, you know, I need something for a christening. I need something for a wedding. I've done the funeral. I need things, you know, for coming out parties. I've got, I need an outfit or two. Never mind. Never mind. There are bigger things, first world problems. There are other people out there who are really having a tough time. So I mustn't grumble. No, but we can. We can grumble. We can and we must. Thank you, Shirley. Explain. Thank you. You've made me want to go out and buy you a a play suit of sorts. Um, But I won't. But I won't. No, I'm in a similar similar situation. Look at these. You've seen this top. I've had this top for years now. For years. For the same Still going strong, though. That's the main Mm. thing. Still going strong. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Get used to it. Bye. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.